Welcome, Cosmic Toolbox. So this is our weekly forecast for the week starting July 18th. We talked over the weekend forecast about how we would be feeling that first quarter moon in Libra all weekend long, and then the moon would move into Scorpio. That is currently where the moon is in Scorpio, and we are starting to build towards our full moon in Aquarius, which is this Friday. So that's a big part of the whole weekly forecast, sort of where we're going and the steps that you're going to want to take along the way. Now, we had our workshop on Thursday all about the asteroids Pallas and Chiron. And I talked then about how into asteroid astrology I am um, and how much I like to look for the nuance that they bring to a birth chart and to the energies. And one of the brightest asteroids in our sky is the largest and it is Vesta. Vesta was named after the goddess of the earth, not earth, earth. <laughs> I always make myself laugh when I say that word, it goes either way. I either have the silent H or not, but, um, the virgin goddess of the hearth or the hearth or however you would say that. And the keeper of the flame, right? Tending the fire within the home is a way that you can kind of think about Vesta. I think of Vesta as commitment and service and how it shows up. And I always find it interesting to look at what house your natal Vesta is in. And I keep track of the transit of Vesta so that I can always sort of know kind of where that tending of the fire will come in. And sometimes it will be career and sometimes it will be community Sometimes it will be um, yourself, right? Sometimes it will be your, your personality or how you're showing up in the world, the stage that you are setting for yourself. But I like the transit Vesta to show me what my current work is. And I like my natal Vesta to show me that overarching theme of my life um, where I will need to keep that fire lit. And I always... Um, well, not always, but since going to Graceland and seeing Elvis's eternal flame in his yard, I think of that eternal flame all the time. And so where do we hold an eternal flame in our life and where can we kind of stoke that and keep it going? Um, and also, right, like I have a little tiny altar over my fireplace to Vesta. Um, the kids would say it's very large. It's a painting <laughs> and she's kind of naked and it's a very large painting. But then I have a couple little things on the mantle that are specifically to call in Vesta and to help um, bring that memory of her into the home because I feel like this work is really important. So, um, and, and Vesta can really point to the home um, just as much as it points to the rest of your life and how you'll show up and where you need to keep your fires going. You want to call Vesta energy into your intentions, right? Like, and what I mean by that is if you have Vesta in Leo, right? You want to, you want to work with that as you're setting your goals, like where does your fire tend to be kept and how are you doing that on a daily basis? Um, how are you showing up? It really can kind of show you some interesting things. Now, 
if you have a lot of aspects to Vesta, if you have a lot of Vesta interaction or specific placements of Vesta, sometimes you can find that your Vesta will be um, almost more, more of who you identify as in your everyday work, work a day life, as I like to say it. Right. And so this is one of the areas where I feel like asteroids get missed altogether, right? Like if you're not looking at your asteroids, you might think, I don't know, astrology is really just not for me. I don't really identify with my sun or my moon or whatever. And then, you know, we might try to say, okay, well, where's your Mars and your Venus or where is this and that? But if Vesta touches like every part of your chart, you may have just a little bit of nuance. So like your Vesta in Aries if your Vesta in Aries touches every part of your chart, you may find self-expression over like that overarching theme of self-expression layers on top of whatever other sign. So whatever your sun is in or your moon, it may have this weird self, not weird, but this, this self-expression that comes like out of nowhere and doesn't really fit with your chart. And so that's where I like to find and dig into Vesta a little bit more. So this, this week, um, on Monday, let me remind, remember to say my dates Monday, July 19th, Vesta moves into Libra. And when Vesta moves into Libra, we're going to have to pause for one second. So I was, the teens are playing with Juniper and she found me and it was hilarious. So that, uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, but we are going to, I'm going to catch up. So where was I Monday, July 19th, Vesta moves into Libra. That is what I was saying. And so when Vesta moves into Libra, we will notice that harmony in how you serve will become more important. Um, you may find that suddenly you really do want to work things out and you want to work with people and maybe in areas where you didn't feel like tending a, a flame anymore. You know, maybe you were tired. You may find some extra harmony seeking there. Um, and it, I believe will be enhanced because the sun will be semi-sextile Venus, um, on Monday, July 19th until July 25th. And that always is this aspect that I find enhances how we love people and enhances how we show up and how we communicate and how we connect and where we seek that everyday beauty in our lives. Right. And so when we have the sun semi-sextile Venus, it's going to give us that more positive attitude and the creation energy needed to, um, enhance careers and enhance relationships. You'll feel more charismatic. And so the Vesta moving into Libra will give us more harmony. The sun semi-sextile Venus will give us more harmony. And then the moon will move into Sagittarius, which will give us a ton of expansion desires, right? And we will find ourselves expanding, expanding, expanding more and more and more fire and more drive and kind of some more, um, adaptability than maybe we've had recently in the energy, like quite for quite some time, it, it should feel pretty good. The beginning of the week. Then on Tuesday, July 20th, we move with the mercury sextile Uranus 
which could give us really exciting conversations and really exciting twists and turns. Um, meditations could be really cool on Tuesday. The beginning half of the week is very supported for all of this. Um, and I feel like all things, community, communication, connection, harmony, working together, cooperatives, right? Everything like that is going to be really, really, really supported. Wednesday, July 21st, we have the moon moving into Capricorn in the evening. And then around 8.30 PM Eastern, Venus moves into Virgo until August 16th. This is just only going to enhance um, all of this energy (laughs) beyond anything that you can imagine. So Venus in Virgo relationships become very important and we will see a lot of that shifting for almost everyone, because we have all of this already with Vesta moving into Libra. We have the sun semi-sextile Venus, and then we have Venus moving into Virgo on Wednesday, the 21st. And so you may start to see all of these positive Venus traits. So Venus and Virgo tends to be very devoting, um, almost self-sacrificing sometimes to a fault, right? Clean, tending to the home, paying attention, detail-oriented, studious meditations will be supported. Um, Things that feel like self-care will be supported, being considerate, loving each other. The thing that that can get a little negative, but I don't see that happening at the beginning of this week at all. Um, We have to remember Right, that when when we have all this tending of the home supported, that if home is a trigger for you, it could feel negative, right? It could feel like you are excessively critical of your home or excessively critical of your relationships or um, fussy, right? Virgo can go either way, very supportive or very fussy. And so you want to work on the meditation aspects as much as possible. The moon in Capricorn should give us more of a solid um, foundation to work through our feelings of the week. And so you should feel pretty supported in how you're going to show up um, with this Venus moving into Virgo and Venus will stay in Virgo until August 16th. So it's a real nice supportive time to be tending the home and with Vesta and Libra, it's just a, it's just a good time. So Thursday, the sun moves into Leo. And I know a lot of us are really eager for this because the emotions of cancer can be intense. It's a season of emotion and intuition and shifting and changing. And the sun moving into Leo will give us that oomph. The sun is the ruler of Leo. So the sun is going home. And it's the first time the sun has been home in a year. So think about all those things. The sun gets very Leo, just like you would if you were gone for a year and you finally get back to your house, you are very at home, right? So the sun is going to be feeling it. It's going to be feeling good. This is Thursday, the 22nd. As the sun moves into Leo and stays there till August 22nd, we also have Venus opposite Jupiter. Jupiter is getting ready to retrograde next week. Um, end of next week. And so Jupiter's like visiting everybody is how I like to think of it and squaring off with people opposite Venus, creating some, some interesting energy, Venus opposite Jupiter. You're not going to be able to get much done Thursday. You might as well plan to party. Um, (laughs) and especially because Mars is also quincunx Pluto peaking on Thursday, 
honestly, Thursday should be like plan to party, plan to relax, plan to sort of have a good time, be a little relaxed, try not to force anything with the sun moving into Leo, all of a sudden your emotions could like click into action. Um, so you'll want to take it easy. Thursday's a day to take it easy, especially because Friday is our full moon. So on Friday, the sun quincunx Jupiter starts to peak. This gives us some personal successes. It's going to feel like the wind is at your back. I almost said the fire is at your back. That feels a little intense, like you're running from the flames, but kind of also like, you know, put a little light of fire in your butt, how people say, um, that we'll be feeling that on Friday. Uh, the sun is quincunx Jupiter. So like I said, Jupiter's got all these aspects this week and then goes retrograde. So we'll kind of be having our first interaction with certain energies that we'll feel again in the future. Um, there could be some tension on Friday. You could feel like everything is against you, but the, but the key here, because of the sun being quincunx Jupiter is to push through it, push through the tension. The tension launches the arrow. Don't feel like these are roadblocks giving you a sign to like step back. I mean, within reason, use your discernment. I'm not like giving you permission to just no holds barred. Right. But you want to try to push past some of the tension, ask yourself, do some divination, read some cards, right? Like check in with your guides, really check yourself when you feel tension coming up. Is it the tension that launches the arrow? It may be that is a prevailing energy. I expect to be in the air Thursday through Sunday. Um, the moon enters Aquarius around eight, 12, 15, something PM Eastern on Friday. And then we have the full moon. It's a late full moon, 10 30 PM. Um, and that is, so that is a great time to have a full moon because then you want to put your crystals out Friday night, all of that full moon in Aquarius, it's quincunx Venus. And with all of this Vesta in Libra, Venus, Virgo energy, I really expect this to be quite, um, balancing. And I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to say it like this, the fire needs to be stoked. And so if the fire has not been tended to, it's going to involve some work. If the fire is raging, it might involve some relaxing into the energy, but it's going to be something that is going to have harmony and balancing effects. This could mean that depending on what kind of soup you're swimming in, right? If, if it's cold because the fire has gone cold, then it's going to require work and you could get quite irritable. If you feel like you've been, the fires are raging and burning and everything's good. You may be able to really relax into it. And I know some of you, as you uh, have been posting in discord, it's been a really good week of revelations into some of the things you need to do in your life. And you've been really working forward towards it. You will probably find some real coasting energy through this full moon. And so it could be a very supportive time. Um, and I expect that we will see some pretty strong, um, culminations coming from your new moon intentions in cancer. Remember that new moon in cancer was significant in and of itself. This will be our first full moon where the, the, um, sun is now at home in its house, uh, you know, in Leo and this full moon will be full illumination, our first full illumination while we have sun in Leo. And I would expect for some real good insights to be coming to the surface. Um, and I would plan to have a good time, but I would plan to do your spiritual work. 
anything that comes up for you during this full moon cycle, you're really going to work on doing some rituals around it, some banishing energy to really name and claim it. Your manifestation is with the waxing moon. You want all the way up until, you know, 1030 PM on Friday, you want to be working on that manifestation energy, working with that waxing building full moon, and then work on holding that manifestation over the weekend. Hold in your mind the things that you want more of. Take a look around. I want more of this. I want more of this. I have more of this. This is available to me. Really work on that manifestation energy starting on Thursday all the way through the weekend. And then you want to work on what negative things came up around your manifestations. Work on banishing them with that waxing moon. It's a powerful time to kind of cut free, especially because on Saturday, July 24th, Mercury is trying Neptune retrograde. This really brings a flow into the reality of our intuition. The delusions of our intuitions and our dream worlds have like cut down quite a bit because Neptune is retrograde. So it's really good to access what is in there. Journal, meditation, artwork, creative writing, poetry, music, dancing, laughing, communication with friends great night for a bonfire, right? <laughs> for a drum circle, Saturday, Friday and Saturday, actually starting on Thursday, party time will be supported. Work may not be. So if you have, that's another forecasting uh, hot button. If you have a big project coming up and it's like due Monday, you should start now because you may completely lose motivation to be doing anything work-related come Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Sunday, uh, we will include that in the weekly forecast a little bit more, but Sunday we have that Mercury opposite Pluto energy peaking and, um, there could be some real battle of the wills and disillusion. And then the moon was into Pisces. So the weekend may end on a sour note, depending on how sensitive you are and where your Mercury and Pluto and how they show up in your chart. So we'll talk more about that in the weekend forecast. Just a little bit of a heads up. Enjoy your Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Enjoy it. Um, have a full moon bonfire, drum circle, all the things. It should be really well supported. Let me know how everyone's feeling and I will talk to you soon.